If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Governor Gavin Newsom wants federal help responding to the historic wildfires going throughout California. A presidential major disaster declaration would not only help in the firefight, it would also provide housing assistance, food aid, counseling, and medical services. The request would just assist in response to California's fires that are going on right now, which includes the Dixie Fire. So meanwhile, state authorities say more than 42,000 residents are evacuated in fire zones across nine counties and thousands of northern California homes do remain threatened by the nation's largest wildfire right now, which is the Dixie Fire in Plumas County. And officials warn that the danger of new blazes erupting across all of the western United States is high because of unstable weather. And, you know, we're really thinking about our friends in Lake County right now that, that are dealing with the cash fire and everything that had come from the cash fire. Um, and we're just so sorry. We hope we get this help from the state and from, you know, the U.S. of A. Yeah. To help out. Uh, and such a big thing is having those resources that we need when these fires do erupt. Like housing, that's something that's so important and something that could really make the difference for a lot of people experiencing hardships across the state. Well, on Monday, the Food and Drug Administration gave full approval for the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID vaccine. Vaccine, 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 vaccine. I'm begging of you, please don't hesitate. So all three vaccines had previously been used under emergency authorization, and Pfizer is actually the the first to get fully cleared. Uh, Full approval could also clear the way for businesses, schools, and states to enforce vaccine mandates. So if you are waiting to get a vaccine because of FDA approval, now's your time to get the Pfizer. Uh, speaking of Pfizer, I still got to go get my third shot here pretty soon because eight months after you get your second shot, you can get that booster shot. So that's exciting. Old Dominion will return with their fourth studio, studio album this fall. The band recently revealed the album title. It's called Time, Tequila, and Therapy, and it's coming out on October 8th. They also shared a brand new song called All I Know About Girls. Check this out. All I know about girls is a wide world ain't gonna spin without them, but it'll spin around them. They also revealed the full track listing, and all five band members had a hand in writing the album, which includes a very famous guest star, Motown legend Gladys Knight, joined Old Dominion on a song called Lonely Side of Town. Again, the fourth album from Old Dominion comes out on October 8th, so wait for that. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. What's the best pumpkin spice item that you can buy? There's pumpkin spice everything. Pumpkin spice donuts, pumpkin spice muffins, pumpkin spice coffee. We get it! So Starbucks pumpkin spice latte, if you didn't hear, it went on sale yesterday. Earliest release date ever. But does the taste live up to the hype? Tanner, you just got... A pumpkin spice latte delivered to you. It is absolutely great. It lives up to the hype. <laughs> and I could drink this year round. I love it. Okay, what else is in that coffee, though? You told me a little secret about oh, that pumpkin spice yeah. latte. There's, there's a qu- this is a quad shot, so there's four shots of espresso in here. Oh, my so gosh. I am going to be bouncing off the walls in <laughs> T-minus 15 minutes. <laughs> great. So my favorite. You're going to be you- looking forward to that. <laughs> Do you think it changed the taste or made it better? The quad shot? Yeah. I think, well, it tastes a little bit worse. Uh, oh, it's like more bitter? Yeah, it's definitely more bitter, but I 
Well, have that sweet, sweet nectar of pumpkin spice latte. Okay, so I am not a pumpkin spice latte person. I do like pumpkin things. But what do you like about the pumpkin spice latte? You like the sweetness of it or the spice of it? I like the spice. It makes me feel a little bit warm. It reminds me of fall, and it makes me excited for fall. Now, you don't like pumpkin spice lattes, but you have a pumpkin spice uh, muffin over there. Yeah, it was good. It had cream cheese in it. So, like, to me, cream cheese has, like, a tang to it. Okay. So, like, offset all the sweetness. I like pumpkin pie. I don't know. Is There's it just the latte? It's just the latte. It's just the latte. Okay. Yeah, I like pumpkin things, but um, I think that pumpkin spice lattes are way overhyped. Oh, I think they're perfectly hyped. I, I think said that, it. You know what? We should hype pumpkin spice lattes more. Okay, my <laughs> no, coffee is starting to kick it. in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We want to hear about your reviews of this year's pumpkin spice latte. Do you love them? Do you hate them? Kathy from Petaluma, what's your pumpkin spice latte review? My daughter and I went to um, Starbucks. But she loves, you know, my daughter just loves these things. Yeah. yeah. And so I spent like seven bucks on this stupid drink. <laughs> and it was disgusting. Uh. I mean, just totally disgusting. I guess I thought it was going to be, <laughs> I thought it was going to be like pumpkin pie. Right. All I know was it was terrible. Oh. There's no way I could have finished it. I mean, I was like, this is terrible. She goes, oh, I thought you'd love it, Mom. You love pumpkin pie. I said, I like pumpkin pie when I make pumpkin pie, but that's a little bit different than, you know. (laughs) Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Neighbors, do you avoid them or are you best friends with them? Give us a call right now. 636-1467. Ryan from Ukiah. Oh, you guys just brought up big, big old freaking hot topic with neighbors. Oh, God. Ladies always worried about my vehicles. Street legal, all registered. Why you got to own those things? They're loud. You got a Harley. Oh, my God. Yeah, because I worked hard for it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so this person is getting in your business, and you just want to avoid them as much as possible? My God, isn't that what people should do is, like, worry about themselves? Yes, I would love to stop dealing with this lady. <laughs> Sounds like Ryan's having a tough time with his neighbor. Definitely. You know... I've never been friends with any of my neighbors before. I don't avoid them or anything, but I've just never lived close to people that I've been cool or just have vibed with, I suppose. Okay. And uh, last night, my girlfriend and I were bringing groceries in, and we noticed this couple, and we were like, those look like people we could be friends with. And I wish this was the first time we've been saying this, but we've been trying to figure out how to approach them about being friends with them for over a month. Wow. Is that creepy? Is that weird? I don't know that it's weird. I mean, (laughs) how do you normally make friends? I don't know. I I don't have many friends in Sonoma County, so I'm still trying to figure that one out. I usually just, if I see someone, I usually just say something like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. And it helps that I have a dog because people always want to pet my dog. Right. And I'm like, they're like, what's his name? And I'm like, this is Remy. I'm Amber. And that's how I've met. That's how I've met my neighbors. Yeah. And I see him, and I'm like, oh, hey, Julie. Yeah, I mean, do I just, like, drop off a basket and be like, hey, let's be friends. Do you want to be our friend? I don't know if you should drop off a basket. Yeah, that's a little creepy. I think I would just say hi and introduce myself yeah. first. <laughs> Amber, would you say generally you're more friendly with your neighbors, or do you avoid them? No, I think that I'm pretty friendly with my yeah. neighbors. 
I don't know what my neighbors would say, but I think I am. <laughs> oh, man. I, I think that's something that I really want to change about my life. I've always avoided my neighbors, and I, too, want to be friendly. But we took a poll on our Instagram, and 67% of us avoid our neighbors, and 33% of us are friends with our neighbors. Why are we avoiding each other? Love that. Why? No, we should all be friends. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. The cost of milk crates is skyrocketing right now because of an internet challenge. And some crates are selling for as much as $60 a piece on Amazon. For a milk crate. I love it so much. So, Tanner, can you describe this milk crate challenge that's on the internet? I would love to. So, <laughs> basically, people are buying like 12 milk crates at a time, stacking them up like a pyramid. Then they'll run up to the, the stacked up, you know, it goes from like six, five, four, three, two, one. There's only one at the top. They run and they try to run up all of the milk crates without the milk crates busting and they bust themselves. I haven't I haven't seen a video of a person successfully doing it. Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. And it's hilarious. I want to try it so bad, but like you said, these milk crates, they cost like $40 for a milk crate or something now. It's $60 a piece on Amazon. Yeah. So <laughs> I think a lot of people are getting hurt doing this, but a Nashville woman is actually going viral because she completed the milk crate challenge Dang. in high heels. Nice. So she climbed to the top of five milk crates before descending to the ground in high heels. And I, I can't even walk in high heels. I do not own a pair of high heels. Yeah, uh, high heels, it's a lot happening. <laughs> if you, you can walk in high heels, I am very impressed. Have you ever tried, Tanner, to walk in high heels? I actually have. Really? I, how, did, well, how did that go? Well, my mom was complaining about her feet after work one day, and I was like, it can't be that bad walking in high heels. Classic. And I was like 14 at the time, and I slipped on her high heels. Like, my heels were hanging half out the shoe because I have <laughs> big feet. And I started running down the hallway. I busted a high heel and oh busted my myself. <laughs> You had to buy her new work shoes, I bet. I did. She was so <laughs> mad about it. <laughs> well, it looks like we've got Jamie from Santa Rosa on the phone. Jamie, can you tell us about your high heel horror story, kind of like Tanner's? I was in show choir in high school, and I actually got my high heel stuck in the back of the riser, oh. tripped off the back of the riser, leaving my high heel stuck in the riser. Oh, no. Which prompted another person to trip over it. Oh, no. So one shoe <laughs> hurt two people oh, in no. less than three seconds. <laughs> I broke my ankle, and I was super <gasps> mad. That was... I was in a wheelchair for six weeks. Oh, my gosh. That's a lot of chaos. After hearing that, Two I never people. want anyone to wear high heels ever again. <laughs> they're, they're cursed. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Wake up every day here. Waking you up every morning. On Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Should teenagers be allowed to take off school for a mental health day. It's something that more and more states are allowing right now. Now, a number of states have passed bills that make mental or behavioral health a valid excuse for missing school. And many of those bills came from grassroots efforts that were led by students themselves. So a mental health day can be used to help a student cope with stressful situations or even be used as a reward, perhaps after finishing a large or mentally exhausting project. 
Um, some mental health issues such as anxiety are growing more and more common amongst teens. And, you know, it's, it's a really scary situation. And some experts believe that the pandemic is only making this worse. And I was doing some research on this last night, and it turns out that early childhood education experts have known for years that our current expectations are horrible for many children and especially teens. And, you know, now this insanity has reached middle schools where I feel like our joyful fifth graders who once loved to learn are now being walked into this brand new social environment. They have to navigate that whole situation. And then they're being told on day one that if they're not serious and 100% properly prepared for high school, then they can just forget about college, which means they'll never reach any level of success because college is the only path to excess. That's what these kids are being told. You know, now evidently the path to college starts in sixth grade and there's options to enroll in high school classes, which blows my mind. And middle school is becoming high school and elementary is becoming middle school. And I just absolutely think it's too much. It's absolutely ridiculous. I think mental health days are critical at this point for everyone. Uh, Got a message from Amy from Santa Rosa. She says, no one in charge listens to this. We need parents to get mad and protest this to principals, school boards, etc. Only play in preschool, more play-based learning in kindergarten, no homework in K-12, minimal amounts in three, four, and five. Uh, Jeffrey Morona Park says, yes, got to give kids a break. While Jessica Mutati says, this is also very true and so sad. My middle schooler is already so hormonal that she can't handle it. And now she's feeling all the weight of the schooling, especially during the pandemic. Mental health days should be necessary. So it seems like our Sonoma County parents are for mental health days for teenagers and for kids. But what do you think? Is this excessive or appropriate? Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. You're listening to Froggy. Headline in a haystack. Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Because it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines, headline Amber. Headline in a haystack. Wow, it's love headline in a haystack. We played headline it twice. Headline in a haystack. Sorry. It's a remix. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is how it works. Three headlines Amber has to identify which one is real. Okay. Her record for 2021 is 46 wins and 50 losses. Headline in a haystack. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Do we need a... No, we don't need yeah, a no, 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 Okay, no. okay. Here's headline number one. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. Cow attacks prompt beach closures at popular tourist destination. <laughs> headline number two... The Sneeze Sub debuts in New York. COVID-19 inspired sandwich features way too much pesto. And headline number three, family attempts to park RV inside Birmingham Walmart. I want to so badly believe that the cow on the beach is true. So I'm going with that one. Well, Amber, I am so sorry to admit that is the Uh, headline in a stack. You scared me. That is absolutely it. (laughs) The pesto one was a close second. That Uh, one sounded believable. Yeah, someone should do that. Maybe not. (laughs) Okay, so you're going to love this. A beach in France that's famous for sunbathing cows recently had it closed due to some aggressive behavior from the animals. (laughs) Local officials took the opportunity to remind the public that the cows are wild animals and should be given their space. It has 15,000 cows that roam the island, including scenic beaches. Apparently, the animals got used to nobody being there because of the pandemic. Yeah. And 
now that people are coming back, the cows absolutely hate it. You know, that kind of reminds me of the cows on Taylor Mountain. You're not supposed to interact with them or touch them. Yeah. It's the same situation. <laughs> well, how have you ever got close to those cows? No. Well, that's probably a good call. It's good. Headline in a haystack. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Viral gas station singer Bear Bailey got a chance to duet with Tim McGraw on TikTok. What? So here's how it started. Tim McGraw shared a clip of him singing his song something like that on TikTok. And then he asked, you know, viewers and people on TikTok to duet with him singing certain verses of the song. And Bear Bailey got to do it. Oh, a sailor sky made a perfect sunset. And that's a day I'll never forget. I had a barbecue stain on my white t-shirt. She was killing me in that miniskirt. He sounds so good, doesn't he? He really does. And that's what I love about TikTok. It gives so many creative people options to create. I I would duet with a country star. Who, you would? Who, yeah, I definitely would on TikTok if I could. Yeah. It wouldn't be great, but Tanner, who would you pick if you could do this? Well, Since Tim McGraw's already taken. I'd have to pick probably one of the best vocalists because they'd have to be doing the heavy lifting. <laughs> I would probably go with Shay Mooney from Dan and Shay. I would just go like this. <laughs> That's all I contribute. You've seen backup? Yeah, I would just do backup. I don't know if it would be much of a duet. <laughs> I'm not vocally talented. Do, do some harmonies. Just, My love. <laughs> That's all That'd I got. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, what about you, Amber? Um, I think I would do it with Casey Musgraves just because I'm such a huge fan. I'm all right with a That's what I would sound like. People would be on TikTok and be like, what did I just come across? It's my dog. Yeah. It's not me. <laughs> well, he's singing in a way where only dogs can hear. <laughs> well, we got a message from Reggie from Healdsburg. He said he'd duet with Luke Combs. I think Reggie's actually posted videos of him singing to Luke Combs songs. He loves that song. Yeah, he really does. <laughs> uh, got another comment from Wendy from Santa Rosa. She says, I would love to duet with Carrie Underwood, but I know that she would completely blow me out of the water. Yeah, it's hard to compete against Carrie. Powerhouse vocals right yeah. there. <laughs> I like what Mark from Sebastopol said. He said, Billy Ray Cyrus, wait. Little Nas X did that already. Good morning. Good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Yeah, I love getting up with coffee and Froggy 92.9. What are your tips to ensure a good vacation? Amber, you told me one yesterday that completely blew my mind. I'm a genius. What can I say? You, I, I think you deserve a Nobel Peace Prize <laughs> after you told me this. You know, it's funny because I actually heard it from Dano. Uh, if you have a portable like fire stick or a Roku or something like that, you take it on vacation with you. So you have all your logins for Netflix, Hulu, whatever you want to watch. You plug it into the HDMI port on a TV. Hope, hope they have one. That is absolutely genius. <laughs> I have been going across the country logging into my Netflix account and forgetting to log out of it and then someone else uses it in some hotel in Washington or Nebraska or something. (laughs) You've been to Nebraska? I've never been to Nebraska. But that is so smart. (laughs) Who who wants to go there? (laughs) (laughs) That is so smart. And uh, I know it saves you so much time. 
uh, when you're trying to go. Honestly, I don't watch that much TV on vacation, though, but it is nice to have when you're, like, going to bed. Right. Yeah. Catch up on your shows. Here's the thing. I love that, but just knowing myself, I'm the type of person that always forgets things in the hotel or the Airbnb, and I would forget to take it home. Then I'd be out on Amazon Fire Stick or an Apple TV or something like that. Yeah, I I totally get that, but maybe you need a checklist. Yes. So I, my fiance, which I will get into later, he's like a mega planner. Yeah. He always has a checklist before and after vacation. That's so smart. Did we get this? Did we get this? Did we pack that? I am learning so much. I am so bad at vacationing. Probably because I haven't been on many vacations. I'm very excited about it. But a lot of people are reaching out to us on Facebook and giving their vacation tips. Like Rick from Petaluma said, make sure to bring a trash bag with you. Put your dirty clothes in there so you don't have to wash everything. Game changer. Yeah. I do that. It's amazing. Uh, Carly from Santa Rosa says, bring cash. Um, Sometimes when you travel, your card won't work because your bank suspects it's fraud. So remember to bring that cash money, Tanner. I'll try my best. I never use cash, so that's going to be interesting. Uh, Chris from Sebastopol says, no tips. Just make sure to drink a ton of beer. (laughs) Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. Are you a person to plan every single detail or do you go with the flow? Tanner, you know that my fiance and I are very different people. Extremely different people. And you know, it's funny because uh, Becky from Santa Rosa commented on our page and said opposites do attract. But Cole, my fiance, is mostly analytical methodical he's very left brain but i'm you know more right brain i'm like more artistic more creative i'm very like go with the flow so i have a friend coming into town this weekend and he was kind of stressing me out last night he was like trying to plan every detail like every detail like was, by time too yes he was like see how long it takes to get to this restaurant from sfo and then we got to figure out what time we're going here we need to make dinner reservations for this time if we leave at this time and blah blah blah, blah. and i was like breathe yeah. <laughs> breathe are you gonna print them out too I and tape know. them to all the windows of your car <laughs> i was like do i have to write out an itinerary What's the deal? <laughs> you know so for me i have like a general outline and I try not to like obsess over minute details, but I understand why he thinks the way he thinks, and I appreciate it because I oftentimes need that in my life. Right. Um, it's but, the perfect, you know, opposites attract. You yeah. know, where he has that more structured, you have more. Eh, it's not that big of a deal if we don't get there at exactly twelve we'll forty-two p.m. Yeah. Like we'll we'll figure it out. Right. But you know, he's right about some things. He's like, we don't want to be late picking her up. If we make reservations, we don't want to be late to that. So we got to make the reservations at a time we know we're going to make it. Totally get it. If that flight's delayed, <laughs> your whole day is ruined. Basically. <laughs> but, it's you know, it's it, I totally get it. And Tanner, yeah. how are you? I mean, are you a person that plans, like, every single detail down to the minute details, or are you more go with the flow like me? I'm a little bit of a mix between you and Cole when it okay. comes to that. I do like to create a to-do list and a general idea of what I'm doing for the day. Yeah. But I do leave some room, you know, if I want to change it up, if I want to go somewhere, do something that's totally okay. Yeah. However, when it comes to time and we need to be at a place at a certain time, I am 100% like Cole. Okay. But uh, my girlfriend and I were supposed to go to Paradise Sushi on Friday. Didn't have a reservation, but we wanted to go at five. It was five o'clock. We were at her house. I was pacing (gasps) until we were going. I was like, we have to go. This is driving me absolutely bonkers. Okay, that sounds right. Yeah. (laughs) I hate being late. I know. I'm like, everything 
everything's fine. Yeah. We're all good. The universe. Go-. Like he, it drives <laughs> him crazy too. Uh, but Chris from Santa Rosa commented on our Facebook page at the Amber and Tanner in the morning. And he's like you, Tanner. He says, I do both. Uh, we usually plan a direction to go in and then take off. Part of the fun of a trip is to have an adventure mindset. You see new things, stop at places you might not otherwise see. A wrong turn or unscheduled stop always creates a new experience. Val from Santa Rosa said, With my friends, I'm the one who always texts them to hang out and plan stuff. If they don't want to text me to do something, they better pay me to be their party planner. (laughs) (laughs) Cindy from Napa says, In my younger years, I planned. Now it's, hey, we're coming over right now. (laughs) (laughs) Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Do you have something robotic in your home? When did it fail you? My Roomba fails me all the time. And I get so irrationally mad about it. You're not treating her right. That's what's going on. I told you we got to be nice to the robots. Do you think? Yeah. So you think I have to be nicer to it and it'll do my actually clean my floors the way I want it to? Yeah, because it's striking back at this point. Whenever I set my Roomba in my apartment, it either just goes in my bathroom, under my bed, or it knocks drawers open in my kitchen. It's got an agenda. It does. It sounds like it. And here's the annoying thing. I get a notification every single time it stops and it says, Karen is stuck near a cliff. It's funny you named it Karen. Yeah, I mean, you got to, right? (laughs) You don't have to. What's your Roomba's name? Ron. Ron? We got Ron. Ron the Roomba. Ron and Karen. Maybe our Roombas should get married. (laughs) We'll have a wedding. Yeah. I'm pretty sure my neighbor thinks I have like another roommate or or a pet named Karen because I'm always yelling, dang it, Karen, what are you doing? Karen, Karen, will you stop being in the corner? Like she understands you, like the Roomba hears you? Yeah. Well, you say that (laughs) you have to be nice to the Roombas, and sometimes I'm mean to my Roomba to maybe snap it in line. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's like when we were kids and we used to yell at Blue's Clues at the TV like they could hear us. (laughs) I feel like it's a very similar situation. (laughs) I mean... My technology is so wonky all the time. My Google Home never works, everything like that. Amber, do you have a problem with any piece of robotic technology in your home? Yeah, sometimes Ron acts like Ron is my Roomba. Sometimes he acts really drunk and he'll like run over a shoe, which I know I should pick up. He'll grab it by the shoelace and drag it around the house. And he'll continue to vacuum our entire apartment with the shoes stuck in the rolling thing. and I'm like, what are you doing? Stop. I, I love that you said you think Ron is drunk as I just imagine. I'm like, no, it's my shoe. It's my shoe now. Shoe. I'm an independent robot. I want to go outside and party. <laughs> Woo! Good morning. Good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Yeah, I love getting up with coffee. and Froggy 92.9.